We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Boom hits it to deep left. That might send the Yankees to the World Series. Boom, a hero in game seven. Clemens has set a major league record for strikeouts in a game. Derek Jeter with one of the most unbelievable plays you will ever see by a shortstop. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Welcome back to Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. I'm John Seneca, along with my partner, Brian Shackman. And it is a new look here on the uh, podcast. New look, new year, new look. Uh, he's got the he's got the Tom Selleck cooking. <laughs> well, and, we got this great setup, and we got Thank a new you. and we got a new look. Uh, and uh, it's crazy. It's uh, we made it through 2020, Brian. Yeah. Can you believe it? No, and you're. I can believe it. Although 2021 in the big picture hasn't started off so great, but I'm doing my 2021 mustache, and you're a little giddy though for this episode. John. I'm giddy because 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 it's annoying got, me a little bit. Listen, I'm giddy because I got a new look here, and it's a new year, and it's a new us, it's a new me. It's uh, oh, I was talking about Lemayhew. Oh yes, that's what I was going to say next. I was like, damn right, I'm giddy because we got a little bit of DJ. Do you at a good? Good, good price. Do you think it's a team-friendly deal? You really well, do. Like, from what I'm hearing, from what I'm reading, I mean, it's not, no one's calling me or anything. But right. I, what I'm reading is, uh, they he's sacrificing years for money. And uh, but listen, so someone was out there going to give DJ LeMayhew at 32 was going to give him more than six. No, no, no. He's 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 getting the years. What he wants? Oh, okay. He sacrificed money for the That's years. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's sacrificing money for the years. Got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So, I'm a little I'm a little bit backwards on but that. But I think too. that you know, let's face it. I mean, that he's a great productive second baseman in any era, and right? At, and mean, at the end of that contract, he can DH to play first base. So who knows? I mean, he, he he might be still good enough to play second base. You never know. I doubt it. So you think it's a good deal for the Yankees? It's an you don't amazing think deal. It's, it's a four-year deal with a two-year, we needed to keep you, so we gave you two years because we had to. The only thing that worries me is, you know, Stanton's, Stanton's got a lot of time left on his and deal. So does and, Garrett Cole. And, and, and yes, but Garrett Cole isn't a position player, so I'm not so much worried about that. Okay. Um, but you're going to need to spell Stanton if he's around his whole, whole length of his contract. And, you know, DJ probably won't be a second baseman at 38. Um, and he but, doesn't have great power numbers for DH, though, either. Could he go to first? Yes, he played first two years ago yeah. for him. I mean, he's, he can play. I'm sure that guy could play anywhere. I mean, right. he he is he is an excellent baseball player, and it's a great deal for the Yankees. It's 15 million annual, I guess, from what 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 I'm reading. It's 90 million over six years, and uh, I, I I'm I, I think it's great because you know uh, Liam Hendricks just got three years, 54 million. Right and now DJ's getting fifteen million a year, so I, but it's a longer deal, obviously, right. but a great deal for the Yankees, I'm, in my opinion. So you have all this money tied up in Stanton, Lemayhew, and Cole, which you don't 
count as much because he's a pitcher. And then we also got news that uh, Aaron Judge got ten million in ar- arbitration, they, they settled before arbitration, which is just kind of amazing. Which is basically, you know, it's funny. It's a, it's basically a third of his value in the open market. But he'll probably only play a third of a season anyway. Right. <laughs> so, well, I mean, and it's crazy. I mean, values are go- are are down obviously because right. of the COVID. But I mean, uh, yeah, he's not he's not free agent eligible. Right? So I mean, might but as well you- just you know. In a good time, obviously, I think even with his uh, playing time, he would probably get more money. Um, but yeah, it is COVID money too. So then, what happens? I mean, I'm interested. First of all, I still think that the Yankees have some pieces, right? And we'll talk about the pieces they need to, to, to fill to really make this a championship caliber team. But like, when in two years, when Judge is up for free agency, what do you do? There's not going to be a lot of necessary. I mean, you. What don't do I do? I hope they sign him as long as he stays healthy. As, as long as he's healthy at the time, but that, that's but all he's it never comes down be, to. Uh, he, he, it's pretty clear that he's going to be in and out. Probably we'll see. Career. We'll see. Hopefully, he's just so big. He's, he's a big dude. He's a big dude. Uh, we'll see if, if if he's healthy at the time of free agency. I mean, obviously he's going to get money because people are going to get money and are getting money during what we're in now, right. right? So he will get the money. But I, I I don't know. Let's let's cross that bridge when we get there. Uh, I'll let you be happy with DJ Lemayhew. <laughs> I am definitely right happy now. with DJ Lemayhew. So what's next then? I mean, we don't talk about the well, Red maybe, Sox because the truth is the Red Sox are, are are nowhere near, in my opinion, even being competitive. And what, are they going to get George Springer? Probably not him either. I mean, there was a one great line. I want you to answer the question, but one great line I heard from a Boston sports writer is like, "How many free agents are the Red Sox going to be rumored to be close on, but never signed?" I mean, right. like every single one. Right. I mean, are they going to bring JBJ back, or is he going to go to the Mets? Because the Mets, you know, do, are they going to have money to sign Springer? Do they want to sign Springer? It's uh, the Mets need an outfielder right. th- that can play defense. That's well, for sure. Based on the Lindor stuff, they probably would rather do a JBJ than a Springer because they could probably save a little bit of money and maybe there's a little less offensive pressure now. They could, you know, and who knows? JBJ might be better, you know, offensively in a place like, you know, City Field. I don't know, but I, I think that. It's appealing for them to get JBJ. Even though I'd like to see him stay with the Red Sox, I can see why the Mets would go after him over Springer, not because he's better, but he might be a better fit on their payroll. Exactly. It's. It, it, I think a lot of guys are really, a lot of owners are starting to, you know, they're really counting their money. All right, Brian Shackman, John Senecal. Of course, this is fan base, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. We're a little Yankee-focused here because of the LeMahieu signing. I want to ask you real quick, though, what, you, what is left for the Yankees to do, or what can they do? Well, they need pitching, I, I, in my opinion. Obviously, Tanaka's, Tanaka could come back. I mean, I'm thinking he's not going to get if, – if he gets close to 10 a year – uh, maybe two years, twenty million, two years between eight, sixteen to twenty million. That's pretty team friendly. I, mean, uh, I would take that. Yeah, I'm still upset that they didn't get Charlie Morton. I'm really upset. I mean, if Charlie Morton can go, what was it, thirteen? He got yeah. to the Braves. I, I, oh, Why off, couldn't they have done that? Right. right. Hats off to Atlanta. I mean, they. they I feel like I mean they they got a good good looking team down yeah. there. Obviously with with their with their lineup and and uh, what's his name. Uh, Oh my God, Freeman! No, well, Freeman obviously the MVP, but I mean, got uh, Acuna. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, they got a great team. But hats off to them. I mean, I, I wish we had Charlie Morton. Yeah, that's going to be. I, I still don't think the Yankees. They need a pitcher. I mean, who else is out there? They got it. I mean, they're not going to get Bauer. I mean, they looks like they're well, Kluber. I mean, are they, Kluber did, maybe. Did they it looks. Sc- well, did it looks, they scout him. He's going to be expensive. Maybe I don't know. From uh, it, 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 they were what they had to be thirty million dollars. They had to spend a year uh, this year to be under the cap of what two ten. So they got fifteen now committed to uh, Lemayhu. So that gives them what fifteen, right? If I'm I'm not a math genius, but right, they could backload a deal. I mean, there was so much attention around Corey Kluber's. Uh, uh, 
you know, when he threw for people that they didn't even think they needed a they second were, Everyone one. was going crazy. Yeah, so I think it's going to be a tough arms race, but I could see why he might want to come. I, I like his, I, I don't know, I'm always worried about Tanaka and his elbow, obviously, you know, because he never got the, the Tommy John and he just, you know, he, he rolled the dice, but he's been reliable, you know, so that might, he might come back even cheaper and it might be appealing to the Yankees even more so. Yeah, the Red Sox, I mean, listen, I, I, I don't even want to talk about it because I just feel like the holes are too many and they're not making a splash. I don't know, I think they're waiting, Bloom is sort of waiting for... Why spend a lot now when the minor leagues aren't ready to give? Like the, the the balance you want in Major League Baseball is that you want three three or four guys in the starting lineup who are still, you know, like arbitration eligible. You want a couple of bona fide free agents and a couple of guys that aren't even like maybe two starters who aren't even in arbitration level yet. Like, that's right. how you want to stagger it, right? And the Red Sox don't have that mix yet. They don't have the right mix. It's not worth it for them to bring in a big star, in my opinion, because they don't have enough around it to happen. So I think it's going to be another middling season, cross your fingers for 500 type. Well, year. I read an article the other day that um, it, I think it, was an, it was MLB and they, they did a whole like poll of all the, all, all the experts and they were talking about uh, the next 10 years for World Series. And they actually had the Red Sox winning in 2024 and the Yankees not till 2030. Really? Yeah. You mean they, they didn't have the Yankees winning at any at time between now and 2030? <clears throat> right. And what was... They, they had going. Did they, they have a losing for it? Was there, was there a logic for it? I, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't remember. It's just... I, mean, I was really shocked, though, that they had the Yankees that far out. But going a couple of times with the Dodgers and then... But the Red Sox winning in 2024. So it sounds like from a lot of people... I want to get to the Hall of Fame in a second... The Dodgers have, I mean, the, the Atlanta Braves are be an interesting foil, but the Dodgers have a chance for a little mini dynasty run. Yeah, they have a very good team, good pitching, just you know, and and they have money to spend. You know, I, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens if they bring Turner back. You know, I, he's he's a good fit on that team. He's obviously proven that he's a part of that team, even though he came out and kissed with the COVID. That was uh, so stupid. <laughs> but I think speaking with, of the COVID, what? They're going to play a full season, which is even which is even, okay. which is great. Let's talk about that. Do you th- first of all, the NBA is getting killed right now. I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't want to use that right term, but like the, the, the COVID cases in the NBA when they're outside of the bubble, it's been awful because they're clubbing. Well, I mean, let's face it: a hundred and they do eighty-two games. Baseball plays it virtually every day, and they have twice the roster. Right, so there's just twice the amount of opportunity for mistakes. Now, the good part of it is we're getting toward the end. Of the pandemic, right? And so my thinking in terms of baseball, and this is all spitballing, but you know, from talking, my wife's in education, and I talked a lot. You know, our parents are older. I know the rollout for the vaccine has been slow, but I could see major league players getting it, not at the very beginning of the season, but maybe by the end of May, right? Or maybe early June. So at first, I was like. 162 is kind of a joke. It's such a money grab. It's stupid. But I think if they can get through April and May clean, I think that the players will get vaccinated and I think that they'll be okay. And then the question will be how many fans, what capacity, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's interesting because, you know, you know the vaccine's rolling out, but, you know, the COVID cases are spiking like crazy still all over the country. And, you know, we're still a couple months away from two and a half months away from the Major League Baseball season, which is good. Um, so you don't want to, and this is, if this is, shouldn't offend anybody, but the metaphor that I saw thrown around that I thought was interesting is, you you know, the way people are approaching COVID now and it's, it it has spiked, 
you don't want to be the last guy killed in Vietnam. Like, you know the war's <laughs> over, and just, just have to go out on a mission and die right. for a cause you know is already over, it would be heartbreaking. But the people are getting sick and dying now. It's tragic because we're so close yep. to the end. So I thought it was a little cavalier for baseball to, to go ahead with it. Maybe, you know, because I, I think they should have started the season later and gone for like 154, 144 type thing. Yeah. But I, well, we talked about this. It might have been, you know, two episodes ago. It's 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 the whole thing about the whole season. It's the got to do the the numbers. Yeah. It's the baseballs and, and numbers. I agree with that. I want 162. I just, I think it's tough with the way the calendar is set up on COVID. Like, I think starting June 1, they would, they would never start that late. But, like, I think it's so from June on, I've, I'm going to Fenway this year. The like, COVID calendar? I know. <laughs> there's a meteorological calendar. There's there's the actual calendar. There's a COVID calendar. And I, then there's a farmer's almanac. I, I'm, I'm going to Fenway this year. I don't know, I don't know when it'll there be. There will be fans. There will be fans in the stands this year. I mean, there was fans in the stands last year. I know. I not in Fen- not in Fenway. Though. No, not at Fenway, so, but in Texas. Here's the segue. When I go to Fenway, will there be a special ceremony before a game? Congratulating Kurt. Kurt no, a- no, for congratulating Kurt Schilling for making the Hall of Fame. That's an interesting question. I mean, he's he, he's definitely trending up. He's been trending up the last two years, so he's close. Uh, well, the vote was before. You know, he said some some t- politically some difficult things on social media after the the riot at the Capitol. But I'm surprised. It's, it's, it's not a, it's not supposed to be about personality. It's supposed to be about the baseball. And but that's not true. You know that. I know. And he's he's really uh, and forget about politics. I, I, we don't get involved in politics here, but he is definitely out there. Uh, I do think it hurts him. I think that his overall numbers aren't necessarily Hall of Fame worthy, but I think that in combination with his postseason numbers and World Series with two different teams and the Bloody Sock mythology, I I, I don't love the man, he, but I do <laughs> think he deserves it. And in fact, you know, I would argue, even though he's not as good a pitcher. I would argue he might deserve it more than Clemens, because I think Clemens, and and this is where well, you are, are. We tossing aside all the BS and no, just going with numbers. No, I'm just saying that I, and again, I know you disagree. I'm pretty sure you disagree. I think Clemens and Bonds disgraced the game. Now, do, uh, do they belong in the Hall of Fame as players? Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's a silly thing. But I always say this. I bring up my Nick Saban, my Lance Armstrong, all the people as a member of the media who have lied to me, right, who've li- looked me in the eye and lied to me. I never really have a chance. Nick Saban, when he was in Miami and that reporter asked him if he was going to Alabama and he undressed her. Yeah. You know, Roy Williams, when he was at Kansas and they asked Bonnie Bernstein, asked him on the court if he was going to North Carolina and he un- undressed her. And then you have somebody like Lance Armstrong who lied and lied. Clemens who lied. threw McNamee under the bus and lied Palmero. and lied. You know, like I don't. Right. I to me that is a disgrace. So I know people say I should. Sep- why am I separating it's, it's a the man? It's a different with ball Schilling. game. It Schilling is. It is a different ball game. game. Right. He didn't disgrace the game. He disgraced his like himself more than anything. Yeah, he's he's really a lot of people don't respect him, and he doesn't look like he takes very good care of himself. And I, but, but, you know, isn't it amazing that it seems like it happens to a lot of major league baseball players? Like after they leave, like within like ten years, they get all like sloppy. Yeah, I, I think it's because they work so hard at it while they're in. It's they're finally just like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna let go. I think, and then they have all that money, and they don't have to cheeseburgers. And there's, but there's also there's no one sort of making them do it or steering them. Yeah, in the right direction. Not, it, they're not being fed by the chef. They're not being massaged. You don't by have to be guy. accountable for anything. There's no strength coach telling them what right. to do. And listen, if I had fifty million in the bank, um, 
I probably would slack off. Speaking a little of that, bit. are you gonna play? Are you gonna play Mega Millions or when oh, it's? Gonna, when, it's yeah. a Mega Millions is tonight, right? <laughs> You're dating yourself on the podcast. You're I don't care if I win. If I win eight hundred and ninety million dollars, right, this is this is my favorite lottery game. Since we're gonna, I want you to answer the question real quick. Before let's do the lottery game quick. Here's the game I'll play. I'm gonna get a quick pick for both. And if wait, I wait, win, wait, 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 go back to the Hall of Fame real quick. Is he the only one that gets in? If, who, Schilling, Schilling, none of the Veterans Committee stuff. I'm just loved, talking straight there up. There was one guy who did his ballot and voted for nobody but Jeff Kent. Really? Yeah. Jeff Kent and his motorcycle? Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. Um, if I were, I think the only one I, I think should go in would be Kent. I think everyone else. I think the Hall of Fame in baseball is supposed to be a real aspirational thing, and all the other players are great. I just don't think they deserve it. And I think that um, Clemens and Bonds deserve it, but I just, they don't. if I had a vote, they wouldn't get oh, my Oh, Clemens vote. and Bonds definitely deserve it. The numbers are there, but they, they, like you said, we... You know, the, it's yeah. but it's a great conversation. It is. So we'll go back to the the, the lottery. I'm going to get a quick pick for Mega Millions and a quick pick for Powerball. And if I win, what do you want? And then I get to answer the same thing. For what do I want? Yeah. Well, I'll get you something. Just, I, you're going to buy me one thing. Yeah. Like you can't within just, reason. Like I'm not going to reason. I'm not going to buy you a house you, in Malibu. You just won eight hundred something million dollars. No, but it's within after, reason. I do the calculation after taxes. It's like 200, 250 million after taxes. Really? After everything's said and I think done, so. and if, you and you're gonna you're gonna put me within reason. No. Like I'm not gonna ask for like you know like. Well, a, tell me like what you MLS want. I'll franchise. tell you if I'll get it for you. I, 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 I'm what do you want? You want a new truck? Yes, okay. I want a brand new, brand new truck of my choice. Any okay. any pickup, not like monster truck. Right, right. Yeah, within reason. Okay. You know, that's a truck deal. within reason. Deal. Let's do a COVID handshake. Yeah. What do I want? Um, I want you to uh, pay for my bathrooms to be remodeled. Your bathrooms to be remodeled. Yeah. How many bathrooms do you have? A one half and two full. All right. That's within reason. I mean, I think that's about the same as a, <laughs> that's, as that's a an average. That's an <laughs> You know what we should do? We should we should take the numbers of all the people we talked about and play those numbers. Schilling, Bonds, Clemens, Clemens. Uh, DJ, JBJ, JBJ, Springer. How many of that? We we have five and a Powerball, right? <laughs> And uh, JBJ and Springer. Yeah. Okay, right. we'll write them down. We'll write them we down, and then we'll play those numbers. <laughs> Not in any specific order, because it doesn't matter. And if we both win, then <laughs> we don't have to get each other anything. Right. And you know what? You know what I want? If you win, I want a, I want JBJ. <laughs> Buy me JBJ, and we can play wiffle ball together. And I can see if I could keep him at a two twenty eight batting you know average. Here's the truth is, if, if I win, and this will be a party shot, if I win, I'll get you the truck, and I will hire DJ JBJ to play wiffle ball with us. Yes. We could de- I would definitely do that. That would be awesome. That would be- and we'd only let him play center field because we know he wouldn't be able to hit. <laughs> That's great. So if JBJ, well, I'm going to make sure that I copy his Twitter handle on this when we push it out, uh, and we'll, we'll get that done. But we got to win the $250 million first. $250 million. It sounds so petty when they you know they flash it all in front of your face, all that big money, and then all you're going to get is $250 million. <laughs> I always think of it, let me just, this is the last thing. Because I, I, I thought about this, like, what if I won it? So $750 million really is like $250 million, but think about it. Would you sign a one-year $250 million contract? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. Absolutely. Dream big. <laughs> all right, listen, we enjoyed it as always. This is the first podcast of 2021 for Fanbase, a deep dive into the greatest rivalry in sports. He's John Senecal. I'm Brian Shackman. Please share this. Listen to it wherever you catch your podcast. We're on Apple, Spotify, you name it. And you can always watch us on YouTube with the cool new background. John, it's been real. It's been awesome. Wish me luck. Powerball, baby. You're not mega millions. <laughs> yeah, let's let's roll. do it.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.